I might have had a name once, but now I am simply a number, a designation. My assignments for the British Security Service take me all over the globe and frequently beyond it. I've had many names, but you may know me as X06 Future Spy. This episode, my old friend. I have about five hours left to live. I'd like to be more precise, but I don't have a clock in this cell, and well, what difference would a few minutes here and there make? I would rather not be spending my final moments inside this dreadful cell within Bearer's Nicky Maximum Security Prison, and I do intend to escape, but only when I'm good and ready. There's at least one man I'd like to talk with first. Apparently I've managed to escape from this hellhole before. I don't remember, but it seems prudent to find out the details from someone who might. Pavlik, is that you? Are you back? I've got nowhere else to be. Good point. Where have you been? Well, I've been using the gymnasium. We need to get out of here, Pavlik. I do not disagree with you. The question is how? You tell me. How did I break out last time? You don't remember? Clearly. But you now accept that there was a last time. I wouldn't exactly go that far, yet. But tell me, how did we first meet? In what circumstances did I trust you enough to let you know my code name? How did I break out of here? That is a lot of questions at once, my friend. And I do not believe you have much time left. You're not worried about the guards overhearing? Not this morning. They will leave you alone on your last day on this earth, out of respect. My problem is this. I do not think you will believe anything I tell you. Try me. Ladno. Okay. We first met in June, or was it August 2061? You came all the way out to my home in Okru district. Is he friendly? Not particularly. He hates human beings. What about his owner? I only hate a few of them. General Ivanov being one of them, I expect. Thank you for agreeing to meet with me. I did not have much choice in the matter. When the Capitan tells us we have to act, we have to act. I expect it is the same in your country, no? Are you insinuating that I may be working on behalf of a foreign power? You're no Russian, friend. Quite right. But I'm just a mercenary hired to do a job. I am, however, sympathetic to your cause. It's past time the Red Block was dismantled. I don't believe you, Mr. Smith, and that is most assuredly not your real name. If you wish for me to help you, then you must earn my trust. I suspected as much. I'm not asking for the world, Pavlik. Just some information which I'm told you can acquire for me. I have money, if that's what you want. No, no. I do not want money, friend. I only want you to succeed. Then help me to help you. I'll work alongside you as long as it takes. No working together until I'm sure of your motivations. And your intentions. Do I have to spell it out? I am going to kill General Ivanov, but before I can do that, I need someone like you to put me in touch with someone who knows of his movements. Why do you want to kill General Ivanov? I don't. 
I mean, I'm, I'm sure I didn't want to kill General Ivanov. Don't tell me you've never killed in your line of work, XO6. Of course I have. Always as a last resort. I'm not some hired gun who goes around murdering folks left, right and centre. Not now, perhaps. You were then. It was your first assignment for the Red Block Resistance, I believe. We spent many weeks working together, meeting several times. Thank you for meeting me here. Is this public enough for you? We Russians have this idea that it's best to hide in plain sight. An English invention, I think you'll find. Do you have the information? Da. She was happy to hand me this copy of the General's itinerary once I gave her the money. The leak can't be traced back to you, I hope. Why would you care? For some strange reason, Pav. I find myself liking you. Stop it, please. You are embarrassing me. <laughs> or perhaps it's the brand of vodka you've got me into that I have the real affection for. Your inexperience is showing, my friend. It is quite wrong for a man in your line of work to form attachments. Don't you agree, XO6? Stop. When did I share my codename with you? Under what circumstances would I do that? We worked hard and we played hard, old friend. You were drunk. You were a loner, keen to reach out to someone. I must have been pretty green back then. Did I ever tell you who I was working for? I worked only for the people and for the revolution. You never told me, but I think you mainly worked for the money. Revolutions can be quite lucrative to a skilled professional. Good. Good? It is good I don't know who you were really working for? Who were you really working for? Never mind. Please continue. Your inexperience is showing, my friend. It is quite wrong for a man in your line of work to form attachments. Don't you agree, XO6? To hell with all that. Are there any potential dates or times in which I could make my move? You mean when the General is alone? Precisely. His almost constant retinue is what's holding me back. We can't have any witnesses or any heroes willing to take a bullet for him. He's never completely alone. There are a couple of occasions when only his wife or driver will be with him. Then we may have to accept some collateral damage. That doesn't sound like something I'd say. At least I don't think... I told you that you would not believe me. This is not a good use of the little time you have left. I'm sorry. Please continue. What about the last time we met? What was I doing then? What are you doing here? Get down, boy! Get down! I've been injured. I had nowhere else to go. Can you help me, Pavlik? Tavarish? You had better come inside. Quickly! I saw it all on the newsflash, my friend. You completed your mission. Yes, but one of the security men caught me with a blast from his electronic rifle while I was fleeing the scene. You definitely killed Ivanov? And his wife? Yes. It was simple, really. I waited until their hover car was stationary in traffic and slid underneath and planted a bomb on the atomic feed line. That must have made for a massive explosion. It did. They were atomized. I don't want to talk about that. 
Get me some bandages, would you? I think I'm going to have to self-administer care. You don't want me to try and tend to your wound? Don't you trust me? Of course I trust you, my friend. The state police picked you up at the spaceport. You were just about to get on board your rocket and take off for the Mars colonies to hide away for a time. What gave me away? I think that the customs men spotted blood on your clothing. What about you? How did they get on to you? They didn't. Not then. No one knows I was involved in the assassination of General Ivanov, and that is how it needs to remain. I am here for other offences. All right. I don't recognise any of this yarn you've spun, but okay. That leaves one last question. How you originally escaped from here? Yes. It was before my time as a guest of this establishment, so I do not know for sure. But I heard that you feigned illness and were taken off by ambulance. That old trick. The governor was enraged when he heard that you had slipped free. He was disciplined most harshly. How very sad. Story time is over now, XO6. Has any of this helped you at all? Not exactly, old friend. As a matter of fact, you've simply created new questions. However, it rules out my planned escape. The governor is stupid, but he won't fall for the same trick twice. Then where does this leave us? I think... I think it's time for Plan B. Plan B? What is Plan B? Never mind. You'll take me with you, though, won't you, old friend? I'll do what I can for you, Pavlik, but no promises. Doesn't a fella get a hearty breakfast around here on his execution day? They do not want you to eat in case you are sick with fear of death on state television. Heaven forbid the folks watching at home see anything distasteful during a live execution. <laughs> I've missed you, old friend. It, it is a shame how things have turned out, no? A thought occurs to me. I could try the door again. It may not have been locked from when I pushed it closed after it mysteriously opened earlier. Hey, Pavlik. My door is unlocked. Very funny. No joke. So what are you waiting for? You can let me out too. The door's open from the outside. What if this is a trap? Trap? You've been given a chance of freedom, my friend. Don't waste it. Perhaps he's right. This could, after all, be a designated escape route provided by my employers. And now I have the information I need, I think I'll take the risk. The corridor is empty. I step outside and creep around as quietly as possible. I stop outside a public store and consider my options. Should I let him out? Would he be a help or a hindrance? I guess I owe him, so... Oh, thank you, my friend! Do you want to keep the noise down? What do we do next? We need to put the force wall out of operation. Force wall? What is force wall? Pray you never find out. This block is almost empty of guards, but one is posted in a small office at the end of the corridor. We crouch down low so he can't see us through the glass partition. I pass by him first. Now it's Pavlik's turn. 
He's not built for sneaking around. He somehow stupidly trips over his own feet and half falls over, his hands reaching out to stop him falling flat on his face. Surely the guard must have heard that. We both freeze. It strikes me that this is the first time I've looked closely at the guy. His face, I have to admit, is oddly familiar, but despite the evidence to the contrary, I don't feel any warmth of friendship towards him. But perhaps that's been lost along with the rest of my memories. I wonder what else has been taken from me. The dozing guard clearly didn't hear Pavlik's fall, or he'd be jumping on us by now. I beckon to Pavlik, indicating he needs to get a move on. He nods, smiles, then resumes creeping along. Come on. Where are you going? This must be the electronics room. I'm going to put the force wall out of action. Permanently. Da, da, good. I will wait out here. Yes. Knock gently on the door. If you hear anyone coming, then hide around that corner. There's an operator on duty inside the electronics room, and when he realises I'm not one of his comrades, he leaps to the alarm on the wall. I beat him to it, gripping his wrist, then yanking him closer to me, I knee him in the stomach. He sinks to the floor, turning to face away, and I strike the back of his exposed neck with a kosho chop and knock him unconscious. I turn my attention to the computer banks lining the walls. My Russian isn't brilliant, but I can make out from the letter set descriptions above each and every button and dial which of them are the controls for the force wall. I then look around for something blunt and heavy, find a handy fire extinguisher, pick it up and swing it, and it's about to be introduced destructively to the control panel when... Not now, Pavlik. I don't have much choice. I put down the extinguisher, step over the unconscious operator, and gently open the door. Outside. Step out into the corridor, please, Mr. Smith. As you can see, my men are armed and only too pleased to pull a trigger. I thought you were supposed to be looking out for guards, Pavlik. Pavlik has been most helpful to us, twice now in one day. I am sorry, my friend, but starting from this morning, Pavlik only looks out for himself. You're a dead man anyway. Ah, that's what you were up to before you returned to your cell, wasn't it? Making a deal with the governor. Is that right, governor? That is right, XO6. Oh yes, I know your code name now. I ran it through the computer. I know all about you. I doubt that. No matter. Yesterday I gave you a final warning. If you were to make another escape attempt, I would, by red block law, be justified in using terminal force against you. Guards, raise your weapons. Take aim. Fire. XO6 Future Spy, My Old Friend, was written, produced, and performed by James Baxter. Music by Mr. Brown. Next episode, Execution. <laughs>